Well, what's up, guys? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am here with Tori from Really Girl Styles. Um, this is my weekly... Um, I'm tired, if you guys can't tell. Um, my kids have... It's been a rough day at home with the children today. Um, every single Monday, I do an accountability call um, where we check in with our successes and with our goals for next week. Um, and it is open to anybody who wants to join. So I still have two spots open. If anybody else would like to join me and Tori on the call, just send me a DM um, on Instagram and I'll send you the link to join on the video or you can join in the comments as well. Um, oh, there's Bill. Um, Bill's here, my husband's here, Duncan's here. Um, so we're going to chat, me and Tori, actually, if you guys don't follow Tori, um, head over to her channel. She has some great content on her channel. Her and Bill do a lot of their content together. Um, so definitely follow her over there. We were just kind of friendly chatting. So we might continue that for a little while while people log on. Um, and then Tori has lots of cool things going on too. So I'll let her share that as well. Um, for those who don't know Tori, I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Tori. Yeah, so um, I, there's so much. I'm always like, where do I even start? Uh, online reseller. I've been on YouTube since, um, well, I've been on Poshmark since 2018. And then I did YouTube pretty quickly after that. And so my channel really focuses on, um, it was very much data and number driven at first, but it's kind of uh, yeah. a little more away from that um, because now there's other avenues that I can get some of that information from <laughs> Sarah. Um, but well, and that's where we connected Brittany um, shot Foxborough. She has a great channel too, but she was like, you need to contact Tori. And I watched a video and I was like, I do need to contact Tori. <laughs> She is right up my alley. I love what she does over there. Um, and so even not your number stuff is really great. You're live at fives and you do a ton of community work, which I really am inspired um, by. If you want to talk about what's happening this week um, with your giveaway. Oh, yeah. About that. Yeah. So exciting. Um, so we've been working on this resellers, helping resellers. It's a charity fund. Um, and it seems like we've been doing it forever. And it really just happened last month. It was, if you can believe it, I mean, you know how hard it is to bring things together. And we just have the right group of people at the right time um, with the right hearts. And um, so, yeah, so we are just raising money to give cash grants to other resellers. And um, uh, we're doing a giveaway, which is actually super fun. We've had over 22, actually 23. Someone just reached out to me um, for another giveaway. Yeah. So all these people are giving away things like Sarah Styles is giving away um, her amazing dashboard and um, so many cool donors. Our biggest donor that we had was Poshmark um, or kind of like the big fish that we were really excited about. Um, yeah, I saw that they had done that. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was super cool that they did that. Um, and then a lot of other so mystery boxes, closet shoppings, that kind of thing. Uh, and we're just asking for donations to the resellers fund with just a minimum $10 donation, which is 10 entries. Essentially, you can donate more if you want more um, entries. And then we're going to do our weekly live at 405 on Sunday. And that's specific. And then we're going to choose all of the 22 or 23 winners. Um, and, and we'll share all of that information on Sunday. Yeah. The crew will be there. So we'll have our whole board from the um, from the fund. And so we'll I'll get to celebrate. It'll be a party. That is so exciting. So people who are interested in more information or how to donate and get entries, um, where do they go? So the easiest way is just on Instagram. Um, it was kind of the easiest landing page since that's where we're doing most of the marketing. So girly girl style, just, you know, 
right there, girly girl style on Instagram. And you can get the link um, in bio and then you just fill out the form. Easy peasy. Also, if you want cloth masks, because we're using the money from the cloth masks for the fund as well. So it's all in one little, one convenient location. Nice. Um, and you're welcome to, when this video records, put your link down below as well um, so people can directly go to. I've learned the more you ask, the less you get. If people just have to click, you're welcome to put your link to your Instagram um, on the recording um, so people can go over as well. Um, Duncan is asking. Grant. Um, so I, I mean, to sum it up for people who are not following her, she has gotten uh, donations. I, I gave a dashboard. Um, some really big hitters are giving like closet consoles and mystery boxes and all kinds of stuff. So all you do is um, give a donation and that money for the donation is going to be given to resellers who would need a little bit of extra help right now. Um, and then you are entered in to win all of these awesome prizes. So it's kind of a win-win for everybody. Um, and then also, as Tori said, she is making masks and all the money for that is going towards all of the money for that. I don't want to misquote you, but I know you're giving money for that. For the masks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. It's all going. That's what I thought, but I was like, I don't want to misquote you. If that's no, no, no. Not. We, so we're keeping some of the money back for the cost of the fabric and elastic, but yes. I mean, that. so, but it's all the money outside of what was cost to purchase um, and then any additional fees that we have to pay. So, um, yeah, yes. so all the profits, all the money goes directly back in. And I will tell you, um, I, we've made over $1,000 in mask sales. Yeah, that's not surprising. It's, and how, but how have you, so how many masks have you guys made? Um, so we have made uh, for this 130. And then we're doing tomorrow, we're making mm -hmm. 40 of them for another charity that we work with in Seattle that we are donating to. So we've got, you know, we have it down on how to get those. Oh, I bet. Out, so. yeah. <laughs> and once you find a pattern that you like, and because Bill helps you too, right? So like, yeah, we do it together. Once you, yeah. And so once you get a pattern that you like and you're just sewing the same thing over and over again, once you get it down, it's pretty, I mean, it's all time consuming, but you're just sewing like, you know, the same pattern over exactly. and over and over. And we're doing it kind of like with reselling, we're doing it in batches. So we're like, okay, we're going to turn the iron on. I'm going to sew this part. I'm going to give this to you. You're going to press it. You're going to give it back to me. So it just, it makes sense because we're doing it all in, you know, one, one fell swoop. And it's fun. It's fun to do something with your spouse that's, you know, different. We do reselling yeah. together, but we can't shop together right now. So it's like, I don't play video games. <laughs> so so yeah. what do we do? I know exactly. you guys are, you guys are so cute together. And my husband plays video games. He actually, he watches a lot of the lives with you. Um, and he, he gets, he's on Bill's level. Um, he's like, that's all like Bill always has the coolest shirts on or <laughs> he'll talk about video games. Um, and I don't video game either. So I was like, well, but we have little kids. And so finding time like it's either he video games or we do something together so it's kind of hard to find time to do all the things together um but what the kids will get bigger eventually um i had a question oh you said sourcing so your stores are not open yet or what's the status up where you guys are nope here in washington state um we're still everything's still st shelter in place there's talking about things opening um but they're not we have still the takeout um restaurants that kind of thing but um, no, nothing is open as of yet for us. Um, so what are you yeah. doing for sourcing? So or are you? Are you guys? We haven't been doing much. Um, uh, we have been lucky enough to get some mystery boxes from, um, you know, some people. So Lara, um, 
a wee bit worn over there or over there in the chat. Okay, so she sent us an amazing box that we unboxed um, live. Does she still have some? Hey, if you still have some, drop it in the notes. I'm all about um, shameless self-promotion. So go ahead and promote your boxes if you still have some. Yes, and I think she was giving some, she was giving a lot of things away. So Lara's on the board as well. So it's a lot of philanthropy is like a big piece. So um, yeah. yeah, with sourcing, we haven't been doing too much. I did just get a box in of 20 items from ThreadUp. Um, so I did some online sourcing, but here's the thing with the online sourcing, the way that I look at it is I shop mostly in things that I think will fit me. So then that way, if I get them and they don't work out or they don't, you know, look the same way or whatever, um, I can just you can keep them. them. Exactly. Yeah. Or upcycle them or something. So I'll be doing it. Yeah, on but then do you get stuff and you're like, well, this would work, but also I really like it. So I'm just going to keep it. So I wear it like <laughs> once for a picture and then I sell it. Yeah, no, that's smart. And I was thinking, cause I do, we both model our clothes and I was, you know, modeling a bunch of stuff the other day. And I'm like, this is like the best of both worlds. Cause I put it on and I'm like, Hey, this is so cute. I have absolutely nowhere to wear it. And now I get to sell it. Like, <laughs> It's so nice. So yeah. I'm excited. So that's, so that's kind of like the sourcing strategy has been just what people have given us. We've also had um, a few neighbors give us bags of items in our apartment mm. complex, um, which were actually decent. Did you reach so. out to them or did they know that your reseller is in? Cause that's what I've wondered. One and the other, um, or one and the other. So one of them, we actually put just a note in our electronic, um, you know, community dashboard, that, <clears throat> excuse me, that said, Hey, if you're, you know, getting rid of anything, we'd be happy to take it. We're resellers. And then someone else knew we were resellers and actually brought stuff to us. So it wasn't um, crazy stuff, but we've still made um, some money and all of the money that we make from reselling goes to charity as well. So that's the other thing that for us in this time, it's not as important to make sure that we're sourcing um, because we have been spending so much time on the philanthropy piece, but it's yeah, right. Important. You don't need it. Yeah. I mean, you're kind of doing it. I mean, it's helpful to give to um, charities and stuff, but it's not like you need it to pay your bills right now. Right. Like exactly. So it can take a backseat during this time. Um, our stores opened up a week and a half ago. Um, and I go back and forth on it. I want, I went once um, and went for about 20 minutes and it, it was very well done. They had um, plexiglass up and they had lines like you can only go one way. Everybody had a mask on. Um, they had like, you know, checks on where you had to stand for six feet apart. And like everyone was following all the protocols. So I felt okay with that. Um, but it's still like, and they're, so they're not putting when anything gets donated, they keep it for three weeks or a month before they put it on the floor. Wow. Um, and then if you like, I looked at a purse and I put it back and they're like, oh, this has to go back out and wait another month to come back in because someone, so they're like really on it, but the um, sourcing wasn't great <laughs> because it was basically all the stuff that was there before it shut down because anything they've had donated, they can't put on the floor yet. Yeah. Um, and then they're also not putting in, they're only putting inventory out in the morning. So they're not like restocking all day like they normally would. Oh. So I didn't get that much. And I'm like, well, is it worth going if I didn't even, I mean, I not only went for like 20 minutes, but it wasn't like it normally would be. Um, well, and that would be my fear is not fear. I don't, not fear, but it would be yeah. like, I would get there and yes, they're taking all the precautions, but if I don't find anything, like. I mean, I think about the way it was. I would go and I would always find things no matter what because they would constantly be bringing things out. I would be spending hours there. So I can't even imagine going until we start getting some new items in. And I think that's kind of, you know, my health is important. The health of others is important. But I 
think that they are going to take a lot of protocols. Hopefully most places are taking the protocols, but it's just like, if it's not new, I don't know, it's worth my time. Well, and then the bins open this weekend and I didn't go to the bins, but I have talked to people. um, And the protocol here is you can only shop for two hours. So they only let 35 people in for two hours and then they kick you out and you can wait in line to come back in. Um, And then in those two hours, and this is what I've been hearing from the grapevine. I haven't been there, but in those two hours, they only allow six people at the bins. So essentially you have your whole bin because ours are like six, three on one side and then three on the other side. Yeah. So you essentially can look in one bin and then for a certain amount of time and then they let you rotate and you can go to the next one. Um, So it's very different than the normal bins. And I don't, the bins is already so time consuming anyways that I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do that one. And they're kind of, but that's, I mean, you're not close to anyone and everyone's wearing masks and gloves anyway. Um, Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to source, but I don't know how else to get inventory. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's a challenge for sure. Yeah. Um, Let me check in with the chat. I could talk with you all day. Um, So let's see. Duncan VR. So he has helped me with my eBay. If you guys are following, I'm doing a mentorship with Chris from A Daily Refinement. Um, And so we talked last week about kind of getting my eBay sales up. They're not really not selling a lot on eBay. Um, so trying to do some strategies. Duncan's helped me a lot there. So he's asking how my sales were. Um, I had a really good weekend. Um, were your, I know you're not doing as much on the reselling side, but how are your sales this weekend, Tori? Um, um, very minimal. Um, <laughs> again, I haven't really, and honestly, it's because I haven't been putting the effort. And I know that that's a big piece of it, is that I haven't been as passionate about it. Um, so I've had some really good, like full price vintage sales, which has been great because that's what my closet, my Poshmark closet is. But I'm also not cross listing except to Etsy. So yeah. for me, sorry, um, for me, it's kind of like, you know, I don't even know if I listed anything this weekend um, because of everything going on. So, yeah. But I mean, it felt it felt good. If that makes yeah. sense. I'm looking. I actually brought I have my numbers pulled up so I can just see what I even did this weekend but that's not the right week. Um, Yeah, so you're selling on eBay and Poshmark. Are you cross-listing to Mercari and others as well? No, I'm not on Mercari. I am on um, Etsy. I have vintage on Etsy. I I haven't got a lot of new vintage, so I haven't listed on Etsy in at least a month or two because I haven't gotten any new stuff and I kind of just let it sit there and if it sells, it sells. Um, I was on Tradesies and I am not having it. I'm not, I'm into a little, it's not like, gossip or anything. This is what's happening to me on tradesies. I put some stuff on tradesies and I kept trying to like take it off if it sold somewhere and it wasn't coming off. So now the stuff that I've already sold on other platforms is selling because they didn't take it off and you can't like, it's not very user friendly. So I'm like, I can't ship this. Like, can you cancel the order? And you can't cancel the order as a user. You have to like send them an email to cancel it and they're not canceling it. And then, so then I was like, just like, shut me down. You can't shut down your own site, like, or vacation mode. Like you have to send it to like a ticket to their service. And I've asked them like three or four times to like, just shut me down or put me on vacation mode because things are selling that I don't have until I can like figure it out. And they haven't done it. And I keep, so I mean, it's good that I'm selling things, but they're all things that I've already sold. So I can't fulfill the order and they're not shutting me down. And I can't just go in and like delete my account and so if you're on tradesies and have tips, um, let me know. And you don't get paid for like 30 days 
So I, I find that crazy that you don't have any control over it, right? Mm -hmm. this is, I mean, I've never done it because I love the simplicity of Posh. I love that I can do it even when I'm busy with a million other things. Um, even Etsy is still pr pretty simple, compared pretty, to yeah. but you can control things. So like I sold a pair of jean shorts yesterday that I had custom embroidered. And then I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, they're on Etsy. And so I went and I was able to just easily deactivate them. You know what I mean? So yeah. I don't know if, if someone else was controlling when I was like, my store was closed. I, yeah, I don't think that I could. Well, then I didn't know it was like that. I And I was trying to take, it shows that you can take it off yourself, but it wasn't actually taking them off. So I don't know if there was like an error on my side, but then whenever it's like, oh, hey, congrats, you sold this. If you don't have the item, then you have to send us an email. And I was like, can I just like delete the, I, I, it's weird and I'm not. So important, long story short is I am trying to figure out eBay. Um, and I feel like I have a handle on how Posh works. I'm going to try and figure out eBay and then I may go out or I may just stick to a couple and not, I feel like I, you know, get too thin. If I'm on too many platforms, I kind of spread myself too thin. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. Um, so we had a total of 13 sales last week. With that was a net of 220.93, and for us in both of the closets, that it was still good. Average time in closet was 84 days um, for Bill, so that's actually I'm totally lying to you. That was Bill. That was just Bill's amazing closet. That was not even, so. That was Bill's closet. He did the bulk of the sales, so we had a total of 21 with a net of 320. So that's I feel like that's pretty legit if you're not really doing things too, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Bill's, still, Bill's still killing it. So don't get me wrong. Like, I want to make sure I'm clear on this because, you know, sometimes it sounds like I'm like, oh, yeah, Bill's not doing anything. No, Bill has been like listing 17 items or relisting. Oh, so Bill is still working like normal. Exactly. You are not doing the extra on top of your day job because yeah. you're still you're working from home for your day job, right? Yeah. Well, I've, so I've been a remote employee since way before this. So this is just like second nature to me. Like, oh, so like not a lot has changed except for no. like green places. Yeah. Except oh, okay. they can't leave the house. So that's yeah. unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty standard for us. We used to do more than that when I was putting more in, um, obviously, because we have two different closets. But um, yeah, I feel like last week, just looking now at the numbers, it seems pretty, I don't know, pretty normal for what we've been doing. So yeah. that's cool. Um I, I mean, my weekend, I had a lot of sales. I'm working on getting traffic in eBay, which means I'm basically giving items away. <laughs> to get ratings and stuff. Yeah, to get ratings and get momentum. And like, it's a whole different ballpark than Poshmark. And this is what the people, you know, the bigger resellers are telling me I need to do. I've been on eBay for for six months and I can't get the steam going. Um, so I'm, I, I'm taking note of what they're telling me to do and I'm going to try it for a month. Um, but I sold three things on Sunday for eBay, which is pretty good for me. It's usually like one every like <laughs> four days. Um, but I think I made like $5 between all three of them, which my average sale price is usually like $40 an item. Ooh, yeah. So I was like, but this is like stuff that I had like sitting around for a while, like that wasn't selling and I did free shipping. I mean, it's solely just to get sales, but I wasn't making money. So okay. that's that. Um, let's check in with a chat. This is supposed to be about successes and <laughs> accountability, but I guess we kind of talked about our sales. Um, let's check in with the chat. If you guys are on the chat, feel free to drop your Instagram handles, your Poshmark closets, your YouTube channels, um, all of your shameless self-promotion if you guys have sales going on. Um, I did see 
Oh, someone's making fajitas. We had cereal for dinner. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to cook. We're having cereal. What kind, of cereal? But what kind of cereal? Well, I mean, we get a pick. I'm gluten-free, so cereal is kind of hard. And dairy-free. So cereal for me is not great. But um, I had cinnamon checks. Okay. Which is pretty good. It's kind of like wanting to be Cinnamon Toast Crunch in a healthier way. I like checks. I like it. I like that taste. It's yeah, good. I know it's... It's not bad. Um, Duncan's saying, I don't have to source. I have people source for me. Um, this is something I'm kind of trying to. So if you're watching and you're in Colorado and you want to shop for me, <laughs> send me a note. Um, I have a hard time finding time to source. It's one of the harder things for me to do because it's I can't do it with the kids. Um, and now that like we can't have sitters and stuff, like I, that's where I'm starting to get nervous is I'm getting low on inventory and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to do this. I feel like that would be a dream side job for me. So if I could just do the shopping and not have to do the listing or anything, that would be amazing. I well, we can work something out. I mean, if we can figure out shipping, Tori, because um, we have similar, I love all your vintage stuff. So, I mean, if you're serious, we can, I don't know how shipping would work, um, but we can, I mean, I'm, I'm down to figure it out if you would like to try, because I... I don't mind all the other stuff. I have a hard time shopping. And that's, so for me, the shopping. And I've done that before. So I actually had a couple people that I would shop for. So I was shopping for like my best friends and they would just pay me. So she actually, we back before baby number two, she would each month, I would do- Her like baby walk. number two. Yeah, her baby number two. Okay, I was like, I thought you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk about them. We keep them in the closet, it's fine. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but I used to, yeah, do like boxes for her. So I she would just pay like, you know, whatever shipping and then a small fee for whatever the items. Um, but I would just ship her a box of clothes just for, just to wear, not to resell, but it's the same concept. It's just yeah, like you would know what she likes. I could see um, me doing that for my sister because she would kind of like how you can buy the um, boxes online now. Like, you know, it's like to your style. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, your husband's saying our bins probably won't open up until September. That's intense. That's that long? Right. Washington is so, I mean, there's a lot of intense i mean but we were like one of the epicenters right like that yeah. was, so that people are still worried but people here are still walking around um it is weird i went out of the house so i don't go out of the house maybe twice a week like honestly at all like to take lily for a walk we're going stir crazy so um so you and i were talking about house hunting right before oh, yes, we yeah. today and i'm going insane um with just being in this apartment having people below me and to the side of me and on the bottom of me and it's and we can't go to the rooftop and we have no deck or anything um but yesterday we got out of the house and took a drive to look at this new neighborhood and look at a house and it was so nice and one of the things we always have to keep in mind is we need space to do the business and yeah. a there was no one out. So it was kind of cool to see this ghost town of nobody like running around, but people were sitting on their porches. Um, but a lot of the houses we're looking at, they're so small because they're from like the 1900s and they're yeah. beautiful, but they're so tiny. So, so yeah. I had a hard time when we were looking, cause I like older houses, like the structure of them, and oh. but they're all so little and we're a family of five, but I don't like, because the houses that fit a family of five that we could afford are like these mini McMansions that just felt like, I was like, I don't need a grand staircase. Like I, like, yes, you do. Yes, no. you do. 
four years. It felt, I'm, yeah, it felt like really extra, but to get a five bedroom house, that's essentially what you had to find. I mean, it was that unless you could afford like a five bedroom house that was like 19, like a million dollar, you know? And we found a nice compromise in the middle. It was like a 19, late seventies. Um, and it's big enough, but it doesn't feel grand, right? Yeah. Like it doesn't, um, but I mean, you were asking, and I don't know how it would be for you guys, but we started the search right before this all started. Um, and so they were still doing showings towards the last weekend that we were looking, um, things started, I think they put the shelter in place that last weekend. Um, so then it was open houses were still, no, there was no open houses, but you yeah. could still look for houses, but it was like one person. Like, so we had to like sit in the car at quite a few houses and wait for the other people that were looking to come out. Um, but you could go in with your realtor. Um, but then when we shut like when we were closing so like the last couple of weeks um they actually shut down mortgages altogether because it was chaos like the um banks were chaos so they were like we are not giving loans and they actually the day that we closed called my husband's employer and made sure he still had a job because i mean you know 30 million people are losing jobs right now and so the banks were like we're not doing loans um i don't know if that's open back up again um it, it has I, well here in washington um we i haven't i mean the thing with us is that we had gone through the whole process back in october before we were moving and we actually got you know got a house and then the inspection came back and it was the worst inspection the inspector had ever seen so we were like <sighs> okay well we're gonna go ahead and pull out of that house um yeah so we ended up moving to an apartment so that we could figure it out um, and then the guy that was our person at the credit union um, left, but then he came back like a few weeks ago, right at the same time that we started looking again. And our agent has been like sending us, you know, cards and everything this whole time. So um, yeah, they're all still working the same thing. I sent him our information. And one of the things that they, that our agent said yesterday was you have to have your letter, uh, your conditional letter, I think that's what it is. Whatever, like when you get pre-approved before you go house, yeah. you have to have that in order to even get an appointment to view a house, but they're only doing appointments, but you have that to- makes have That makes sense because they want to make sure you're serious. That makes yeah. sense. So you don't just have, you know, because open houses, people, anyone would show up and just kind of check out the the places. So, um, but yeah, the, the credit, they've been very re you know receptive and he's getting back to me. And um, so now we just have to wait till there's stuff opening because the other thing we're finding, so Sarah, so even though the banks didn't close or the mortgages didn't close, there's no houses available because everyone took everything off yeah. the market. So yeah. it's like there's three houses in the um, zip code of where we're looking. Three. That's crazy. We had, yeah, we had that issue. So the first, I mean, because we were happy, like this happened to us when this was like all also happening. So that we went out one weekend with our realtor and we're like, maybe we want to move. Interest rates are really low. Maybe we want to move. Um, let's go see what would be in our price range before we like go down this um, whatever. And we went and looked at like 25 houses or something. I mean, there was like a ton of houses yeah. on the market and we're like, cool. Like these houses all like are in our price range. We would like them. So like, let's continue to go down this path. And then by time, like two weeks later that we actually were in the position to buy the house, um, there was like three houses. <laughs> and they were all awful. Um, the only reason that we, so we spent three weekends looking at like three houses and we even were like, well, maybe we can make this work. Like we were like extending those. Yeah. 
Yeah. And like looking at awful how, I mean, they weren't awful. They just weren't like what would work for us. Um, and what finally worked is one of our friends, this was like two days before the contingency on our house was going to be up and then the sale would have gone. Um, friends of ours were like, we're getting out of town. We're from Montana. Shit's about to go crazy. Like we don't want to be in Colorado anymore. Um, and so in a week they moved out of their house and then we bought their house. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's the only we could not there was nothing on the market um and i'm slowly starting to see some things come up but i don't think like you would have seen during the spring had this not not at all and this happened. is the year where typically people are putting their houses up like this mm -hmm. is when it starts to get warmer and everyone's starting to do you know get the things done that they need to get done to list so i'm hopeful I'm hopeful. I mean, I love the one that we are going to go look at, but I feel like if there's a bunch of people looking right now, you know, if we do that's like true. it, it's going to be, you know, I, I'm not going to pay up. I okay, Well, that's what it was. <laughs> I'm not paying up our house. That's what it was too. Our house went for, so we got an offer on our house before we didn't even list it. My realtor was like, I think I might have someone who's looking for a house like yours. Can they come look? And we we're like, okay. They came and look and they offered us 10 grand over what we would have listed it for before we even listed it. And we didn't clean it. We, I mean, we like picked it up and stuff, but like yeah. it wasn't listed. It wasn't. And they offered it because they had been looking for three months and couldn't find anything in their price range. So that worked for us because we made more. Yeah. Um, and not having to get anything prepped and ready, like that stress <laughs> of just like, okay, we have to fix all the holes and we have to do all this. Okay. I, yes, I would sell immediately for that yes no it was amazing and with three kids we didn't have to like hey we have someone that wants to come look at your house clean it up you know like that was glorious um we still did clean it up for pictures in case it fell through um and then you had to like fix holes and stuff before you sold it but it oh, wasn't yeah. like yeah it wasn't like listing um maybe let's get back on track let's see oh, yeah, let's, talk about numbers. let's go to numbers let's take a look at sales no big deal um all right let's see it let's i want to check in with the chat gardens oh people are gardening our house is not grandiose it's big but it's not um Oh, people were listening to our chatting <laughs> sometimes i feel like we're just chatting um i think we're good Yes. Okay. Oh, eBay, eBay thrives on consistency. Whatever you decide that is for you listing a bunch, then nothing for a while tends to get you on a roller coaster. Um, that's true. I'm realizing with eBay, um, Oh, what's up flip, flipping gals. I'm realizing with eBay too, the pricing strategy is significantly different than Poshmark. Poshmark. I feel like as long as you share, you can kind of just throw a number out there <laughs> and someone exactly. will send you an offer or pay it eBay, you have to like actually like look at comps and price competitively. Um, yeah. So that's oh, sorry. We did eBay oh. for a little bit. So that was one of the things um, back in one of the early iterations of our business model. Um, yeah, we branched out to eBay and we did the thing where we were listing the items. And uh, um, one of the pieces of advice we got was for 30 days straight, you have to list every day. You have to do the same number. You have to make sure you're consistent. And we were seeing like, consistent sales like i mean they were cheap because obviously you know everything was selling for a lot cheaper because we didn't pay for like a you know premiere account or whatever so we could only do i think auctions it was whatever yeah. the cheapest um, thing to do um so we were but we were just trying to get feedback and just trying to like get in the swing of things and yeah we just realized it was so much work that we could not and it wasn't worth the return and i didn't enjoy it and my whole yeah. thing with reselling is if we're not enjoying it, why are we doing it? 
you know what I mean? Like that's kind of, if it's, if that's the case, go do something else you enjoy. So. And I feel like to me now, I'm like, I have to conquer this beast. <laughs> like, I will make it work. And then if I decide I don't like it, then I'll stop. But I feel like I'm at the point because I've done the, like everyone's like, oh, you have to list every day. And I'm like, I've done that. And I've realized, because I started on Posh, so I'm just cross-posting like the exact same things from Posh over to eBay. Um, and my prices are, I think that's my thing, is my prices aren't um, as competitive because people, I think people, what I'm realizing, people who go to eBay know how, to, they, they know how to shop on eBay and they know how mm -hmm. to find the best price. Where people on Posh are like, oh, this popped up first on my feed. Sure, I'll buy it, right? It's like a little, so I'll figure it out. Um, but right now I'm not making any money on eBay, but... I think you have to like pay to like get momentum going, right? Yeah, I think so. And but you know what? If that's if it's something that you want to conquer and do, you're gonna do it, Sarah. You're gonna do it. I know. Oh, it. Thank <laughs> you. And the data there. I don't know. You guys aren't on there anymore, but like, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can actually look at like how I'm doing. That's amazing. Well, and that's so that's one of the things about Etsy that I really love too. I mean, I know it's like kind of baby compared to the eBay reporting, but I mean, I can pop in any time to my dashboard and see how many people have visited, how many people have clicked at, how many like I did an ad. Um, like she, I just wanted to see what it was like. I did like a five dollar ad, and it told you how many people saw it mm -hmm. and what the clicks did, and if they resulted in any and where they come from. Like if you're doing social media marketing, and yeah, I like. I mean, I do mostly my dashboard on Etsy too, but being able to see all of that yeah oh, i was blown away too i don't know do you and not um not a reselling thing really but pirate ship like the mm -hmm. amount of reporting that's available on pirate ship is super cool too like i just love being able to look and track all of this there's so many different things i've seen people recently talking about different apps that they're able to see you know where they're shipping they're putting all their information in and it shows like where they're shipping i don't even know what it is but i was like oh that's i mean your dashboard does that though like you're if for oh, poshmark yeah yeah so i mean yeah. you have that there at your fingertips it's just cool to see it it's just it's a cool thing and that's really cool helpful. it helps you be more successful and yeah <laughs> very helpful definitely well and yeah because on ebay last week i had like uh, it was like a 0.4% conversion rate, which means I'm making 0.4% of the sales. <laughs> and I'm up to 1% now because I can look at my data and change things based off of my data. I'm not like just like randomly guessing at things. I've strategically gone in and I could talk about data all day. Um, but there are a couple of people that have questions on eBay. And I know you're not a big eBay person, so I don't want to necessarily spend too much time here. Um, but someone's asking, oh, the flipping gals, you promote everything. Um, I'm promoting right now. Duncan knows his eBay, so I'll put him up. Promote at Trending. It does help find new buyers. Um, and from the, it, the stuff that I'm reading and talking to people, um, my husband, um, promoting when you're new helps you get seen at the top. Um, and then once you have momentum and a lot of feedback and a lot of sales, you probably don't have to promote nearly as much. My husband wants to be a moderator and every single time, I forget to do it. I need to add him. I'm going to make a note to add him. I don't have any. I think you're a moderator, Tori, but you're on here. So <laughs> I'm bad about all of that stuff. Um, all right. So let's get into the topic at hand today. Um, let's let me take him off. Um, our successes for the week. So I I mean, I know you're not doing a ton of reselling, but just anything in general or even, you know, your um, 
what do you call it? I can't think of the word. Your giveaway and um, stuff if you want to talk about it. just your big win for the week. And I'm going to have everyone in the chat as well. Um, a lot of you joined last week. So if you set a goal last week, did you accomplish it? Um, and let us know what your guys' big wins were. So let's you talk, Tori. So I will say that in my, and what's this last week? So all the weeks are blending together, to be honest. Um, but Bill and I actually did set, we did, we did a video on it, the 17 listings a day. Um, so the 17, I don't know if you've heard that magic number on Poshmark that if you list or relist 17 items a day, you get more sales. No, but the flipping gals were talking about that. And I have a theory on this. So let me, I mean, not because I heard of this, but I have a theory on listing from Poshmark. So tell and me what happened. Your, our brains are probably close with that. So, um, so we did, you know, that was the goal. We did a goal of doing it every single day. And so we ended up with so many more, um, notifications and we were way more active and um bill had more sales than than normal um i stopped halfway through because i didn't have time to do it even though i was using software i just didn't have time but one of the things that like the what we wrapped up the video with was it's the engagement it's in my mind it's not that you're listing or relisting 17 items but you're active because when you're active in it now you're sharing more or you're sharing people back more you're answering more questions and you're more you know, involved, but the algorithm is seeing that you are engaged. Um, and that's what I found. So we did actually have, Bill sold a number of items, one, two, three, four, four items that were relisted last week. So that sold within the week that it was relisted. And I mean, yeah. right there. I, so I, I mean, great minds, of course, this is why we get along. Um, I mean, not that other people aren't great minds and we're the only great minds, but we're definitely on the same playing field. So I will say two things. Relisting absolutely works because in Poshmark, eBay too, because you change things. But in Poshmark, even if you don't change anything, it puts it back to the top of the search engine. You're getting news, new eyes on it. So absolutely, I'm a huge fan of relisting, um, especially now if you don't have... Um, yeah, right. I did that all of March um, and July of last year. I relisted. I, I listed ten items a day, and only thirty of those items were new items. It was my best month last year, and that makes right because okay. So I'm thinking about the way that I shop as a shopper as well. I you know tend to look at well. I typically look look at um, low to high prices to be honest, um, yeah. but I will look by Justin. You know there are times where I'm like okay, if there was something that I already looked for, I'll look for Justin sometimes. So when you relist it now, it's in the Justin category. So people that are going to be that kind of shopper, yeah, like you said, and most people, yeah. And so I think most shoppers on eBay are like you, where they know how to strategically shop. Most Poshmark shoppers, um, I think they're getting more savvy, but a lot of Poshmark shoppers just get on the app and shop and it filters it as just in. Yeah. So what they see, unless they go in and refilter it, that is absolutely what they see. And also price drop. So I always price drop as soon as I, I always price something 10% higher and then drop it right away because then you're in just in and price drop. So I price it 10% higher of what I would have already had it and do a okay. price drop right away. Okay. Um, yeah, we don't do that. I don't know. For, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I would have to remember what I did and where I don't even know. But I, oh, think I mean, it's like 10%. Yeah. And, and I'm in the habit now. I just, you know, if it's $50, I price it at 55 and I drop it right away. And then it's where I wanted it to be. Okay. Um, but as far as the engagement goes, I did an analysis about like what the top postures, um, from my sample data, the top yeah. postures, revenue earners, um, what they were doing and basically came down to being active. Um, it wasn't necessarily, and there's kind of, if you've heard of like the 30 minute method, um, a lot of people 
do that. But that basically is just being active. And I noticed the days that I go on and I spend 30 minutes to an hour on Poshmark doing various different activities, following, sharing, talking to people, whatever it is, is when I get sales. Um, so I think the listing is being active, but you don't necessarily, I list on Poshmark when I have inventory. And sometimes it's 30 items a day and then I don't list again for another week. Um, I, I don't think it's consistent. Like you have to be on eBay where it's every yeah. single day you have to list. Um, Cause I still get sales and I I'm very inconsistent with my Poshmark listings. Yeah. And the stuff that I sold last week, none of them were relists. So it was like Bill's closet, four out of the 13 were relists and then, uh, you know, mine zero. So it was just, I mean, but that tells me when I see that, that correlation between relists, because we hadn't relisted before. So that oh, ever, no, I mean, it wasn't part oh, of our wow. strategy. So we never, I mean, maybe a couple of items here and there, but this was like 17 a day and it, I mean, it seems to be paying off. So, um, and oh, what, uh, what well, was he I was supposed to increase Bill's um, Vindu capacity today so he could do more relisting and I didn't do it. <laughs> I <just> remember. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were like telling secrets about Bill that you weren't supposed to be saying. No, That's I what that face was like. I forgot that he told me to do that this morning before he went to the grocery store. So I'm like, oh. I <laughs> Um. Oh, what kinds of things? Because I think it helps to um, with like you buy shorts in the winter. Mm -hmm. And so then if you don't relist them, they're at the very bottom of the pile when people want them. So I think if you are, and Trish is asking about relisting, but I think if you are going to relist strategically, like all of March, I relisted because I had no inventory. We were moving and stores were shutting down and stuff. Um, and I relisted dresses because people are starting to, because then that puts it to the top. Like if you're going to relist, relist what's relevant. <laughs> or your high price items because that's the biggest thing of your buck. Um, is there a certain time you list or relist items that encourage the most engagement or do you list throughout the day? I'll so, let you answer yeah. and then I can say. I mean, Bill did it pretty um, much at one time. Like he sat down and just kind of, he is like, I'm going to do these. He has this notebook. He marks it off as he goes. And so I feel like within a few hours is what works for him. I found it very challenging to do 17 a day. So for me, it's like when I can squeeze in any time to list um, specifically. But for this specifically for the last week, it was, I mean, he was very every day at the same time. And when you say the items that sold, I'm looking at the, the real estate items that sold. It was a skirt, a dress, a pair of lightweight women's pants and a pair of men's pants. So, yeah. so yeah. some of it may be in that you had had like the dresses and stuff if you had them for a while and then they weren't, you know, like from the winter, right? They're now at the bottom. Um, so my strategy is I have children and I do things when I can. <laughs> Um, but I will say as far as Poshmark goes, um, eBay, I don't know if you can look at eBay or other platforms as times Poshmark doesn't give you any data on the time. So it tells you the day that it sold. It doesn't tell you times. Um, so I can't speak to that. Um, as far as time goes, um, I think someone else had a question. Oh, I'm listening now while watching. Awesome. <laughs> wow, that's yes. I list a lot of times, um, like on the elliptical, like I get, like, I can't do it from scratch. Like I'll have drafts ready and then I can list, um, Duncan, he's an eBay guy, but he says list at various times throughout the day. You never know when a buyer is looking. 
I mean, that's true. You don't know. Someone might be at work and then, you know, they have a few minutes they need to escape what they're doing and they just pop in and look or maybe at night. So that's, yeah, very fair point. Yeah, I think things are changing. And you might note to this, I noticed on my YouTube, um, my views changed a lot with the pandemic to evening views. Um, I don't know if you noticed that as well. I think people had kids at home and were, you know, things changed. And so they were able to watch more in the evenings. Um, when I started releasing my videos in the evenings, I was getting more views. Did you notice that on YouTube at all? I didn't notice that, but I also um, have pulled back on my YouTube content and I wasn't doing it as regularly um, as I should have been because of everything else going on. So yeah. um, when I did release something, I was still releasing it. Well, I, no, I guess that makes sense. I always typically release You're in the evening. Yeah, because for me, I usually create my content um, and I don't usually plan it. So I know a lot of people like film it and then like have it scheduled. I can't do that with social media. It's like, if I think about it, I do it, I post it, move on to the next thing. Like it's very stream of thought, yeah. um, especially at night. So, but I, I will say, I mean, obviously revenue has gone down um, for sure. And um, subs have gone down. Certain things have definitely gone down, but I did hear, you know, it's because ad revenue, it's not that less people are watching. It's more that the advertisers aren't paying as much. Yes, the market. Yeah, on YouTube for sure. The I mean, I just got monetized, so I'm learning all of this. But they're not. I mean, they're not making as much money, so then yeah. they're not going to be paying as much. But I was looking at my views and my like. I was because I usually release midday when like the kids are napping, um, and I moved it to do like more evening time things. Um, and I noticed a difference, and so I wonder if shopping as well. Um, I'm not making I, Denali on, uh, from El Ducho Thrift. She says a thousand, or what did she say? Hundreds of cents. And I was like, yes, that's, that's about what you make on YouTube. Um, unless you're like the 1% that it can make a living. The rest of us yeah. are making thousands of cents. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about, I know Tori has to, um, go hang out with some old friends in a bit. So let's talk about our goals for the week. Oh, I want to tell say what my success was for the week. Yes, um, yes. So my, cause this is part mostly for me and my accountability and everyone else too. But I was like, I need to like get it together. Um, so I am working on setting up an affiliate website for the dashboard um, because I want, I mean, a lot of people, including you um, promote my dashboard and I want to be able to give you guys a little bit of kickback. I couldn't figure out how to get the Etsy affiliate links to work. Um, it was really complicated and it didn't seem like it would do what I wanted it to do. So I was like, sure, I'll build a website. That's fine. Um, and I have a little bit of background in WordPress because my brother is a WordPress designer. Um, so I spent five hours on the phone with him this weekend working on it. Um, it's getting there. Um, it's no small task building a website. I don't know why I thought that was a good thing to take on. But hopefully it's up and running and what, like I don't want to add to it. So hopefully like once we have it going, um, it'll be good, to, smooth sailing and you guys can start getting a little kickback for promoting the dashboard. Um, that's my big win. Um, not resell. I mean, it's kind of reselling, but not like super reselling. Let's talk about, um, and people in the chat as well, let's talk about goals for the week. Um, I mean, we talked to about high level goals. Um, if you want to tell us kind of where you see your business, maybe in this year or the next couple of years where your like vision is for that. And then what you're going to do this week to help you get there. 
Oh, so I have it. Oh my gosh. Because it is that thing where I have not been focusing so much on business strategy with everything going on. Mm -hmm. um, for us, our initial goal for like this year and next year was to uh, be able to get $10,000 in net profit after everything was taken out and that we would get back to charity. So that was this year, um, you know, with everything else going on. But then, of course, we want to expand that into the next year. So um, even with everything going on, I feel like we're still on a, a you know, correct trajectory to make sure that we reach that goal this year. And then in the next year, hopefully we can double that um, because we'll have more space because that's yeah. the other thing is when you have more space, you can have more inventory um, and then just being flexible with the time. So that's kind of with us. That's what our business goals are, just to continue to be flexible, um, adjust as necessary so we can get inventory in new locations, relist if we don't have inventory. Um, so then the goal for this week really is, you know, I need to list. I have items to list. I haven't listed them um, because I have been, you know, so in the charity fund mode. Um, so it's a lot of work. It's so much. And, you know, and it, it can be a little overwhelming. And I think that many of us this weekend kind of felt a little overwhelmed with putting so much time into the fund and reselling and our day jobs and all of this. So I don't know how I did that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm still learning this. Um, you are like such an inspiration. You guys have to go follow Tori and um, on her Instagram and on YouTube. I mean, they have so many good tips to help you become good resellers, but they're just good people. <laughs> like they're just, I mean, seriously, like all of what they're doing and working hard is for charity. Um, and it's not a gimmick. Like sometimes people are like, oh, I'm going to do this as a gimmick. To, I mean, they're just really nice people. Um, so go follow them. We're lucky. <laughs> so that's the way we look at it um, is that we are lucky because, you know, we didn't have it easy growing up. So it's nice to be able to just feel a little comfort, comfort at this point in our, our lives and be able to give back. Um, and I was super excited about the... Um, the little promo that I put out last night. Did you get to see it? Was it was so cute. Yes, it was so cute. And I was like, Tori did such a good job. And I know as a editor, like, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm an editor, but like how to make those things that like, you put a lot of effort into it. It looks awesome. I was really excited because that's, you know, that's my day job, but that was my goal yeah. yesterday. I had one, uh, my one job yesterday was, okay, no matter how stressed I am, I'm going to get this promo done. So then that way the rest of this week, I can start to list more and I can focus a little bit more and um, major goal, kind of two things. Number one, I need to increase Bill's vendue count so that he can continue to <laughs> cross list so he can have that. And then also we have a goal of getting to a hundred uh, donators, donators? Donors, not donors. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that sounds like something you're eating. Um, but 100 donors is what we're trying to get to because the giveaway will be Sunday live at 405. So if we can get to 100 donors um, by Saturday, that's kind of the like the stretch goal. I think we're already at 25. We would yeah, love to do more. But yeah. All right. So you guys heard it. Help her get to her goal. Head to her um, Instagram channel. Donate $10. The minimum. You can donate more. Um, and you can win a dashboard. You can win. Um, I mean, you can. I don't know if you want to tell the prizes or not. But there's. A, I don't know all of them. There's big names that are like yes. closet well, consoles, like mystery boxes. Exactly. Yes. And the flipping gals over um, in the, the comments here, they're giving away mm -hmm. a consultation package. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty legit. Um, we have everything on the form. So you can actually look through before you decide if you want to donate. You can look through all of the information, all of the donors. But I will tell you within like the first four donors, you're going to say, yeah, it's worth 10 dollars to donate yeah, yeah I mean, for sure 
It's well, and even if you weren't giving prizes, like you're helping people. Also, <laughs> we already raised so twenty five hundred dollars is what we already raised just from people um, in the community giving cash donations so that we can give back. And I think we've given out thirteen hundred dollars as of this morning, but we have four more that we will be granting tonight, maybe. So that's going to bring us up to seventeen hundred dollars that just that's cash amazing. That we've just given. So yeah, that's amazing. So how do you pick who gets the money, like how you're giving it to people? So we have a nomination form and that's in the same link tree um, link that you can go in and nominate yourself or nominate a fellow reseller. Let us know why um, that, I mean, it's just like why. And then we have a, our selection committee, which does the vetting. So we make sure we look at your um, platforms to make sure you're compliant, that you are someone that would represent, mm. um, us because you know we are going to be giving away the money and then we also look at the story and uh we you know take a we take a heartbeat we say okay so i support this one and we go around and then when yeah, i like it selected, then we reach out to them and there is one thing we didn't say we're giving them a hundred dollar cash grant but we're asking them to give 25 dollars away to another reseller so we can touch more people so we don't follow mm -hmm. up we're not we're not saying oh you have to prove to us that you did um, yeah. we're just saying this is what we'd like. And we've been getting so many, Lara's been capturing all of the stories. So after the um, campaign is over, uh, I think we'll be done by the end of May. We're going to put together a newsletter. We're going to send out like all the successes, all the joys, everything. So, whew, and then we'll be ready to move into June with maybe less on our plate. Oh, I'm sure if you're anything like me, you're like, I'm not doing anything else. And then one project ends and you're like, sure, I'll build a new website. Like, exactly. <laughs> um, the, I have an idea. The, I have an idea. That's that is the worst words that can come out of my mouth. I've heard from everybody that when Tori says I have an idea, you run. Yes, right. But that's what makes you entrepreneurs. Because my husband's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to stop doing so much. He's like, no, you're not. I was like, just when I finish this dashboard, it'll, he's like, no, it won't. He'll just find something else exactly. to do. Like the it's cabinet. not bad, but yeah. <laughs> I just redid the, the cabinets today. So during my like 10 minutes where I was before jumping on this and after my work, I literally pulled everything out of the cabinets and rearranged them. Can't sit still. <laughs> Yes, right. Mine's more for my work. Like my yeah. house is a hot mess. I am like the worst day at home house. Like technically that's my title. It should be revoked. I am not a good housewife or like any of that. My husband, especially now that he's home all the time, like I really, uh, what did I make for dinner tonight? Uh, cereal. <laughs> what did my husband make for dinner last night? Steak, Brussels sprouts, <laughs> like I'm terrible. All right. Well, we are wrapping up. Um, everybody. Oh, I'll say my. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do this week, so let me think about it. But um, let's pop in restyle secrets this week. I'm tweaking my inventory store storage system, listing my last 20 items, and apparently also relisting my Poshmark <laughs> closet. Yes, you will see a difference. Start with like summer stuff um, because it'll. Like that's what people are looking for right now. Um, and head on over to Girly Girl Style. She has a good inventory, a couple of good videos on um, inventory stuff as well. Miss Lena says, this week my goal is to keep going with this reasonably reasonably consistent schedule I have found lately. So continuing to list three plus a day. Nice. I know Miss Elena has kids at home um, too. It's hard when they're remote learning because now we're all teachers as well. Um, all right. My goal for the week, I'm going to try and work on the affiliate thing as well. Um, I'm trying to do 50 listings a week, um, which I'm, I, well, I have a lister. So I want to like, 
I, okay. I'm going to be very transparent with that because I have, to me, that's 50 pictures a week. Um, and then she makes the drafts and I hit go. <laughs> I mean, I make sure that it like looks okay. Review, and, like, exactly, I don't yeah. want to add anything, but I'm not, no, I don't do that from scratch. If I do it from scratch, it's like 10 a week. Um, I hate the list. That's the one thing I hate is the listing. Um, so I'm going to try and keep up with the 50, which I think is good. I think the one thing I want to do this week is try and figure out inventory, whether I can find like someone to shop for me or maybe like a wholesale palette. Uh, maybe I'll look into thread. I don't know. I'm going to look into inventory. I have like 300 items still to list from a big buy that I did, um, new with tags, but eventually that's going to run out. And I don't know that my normal thrifting is going to sustain the 50 items a week that I want to stay at. So well, thread up, I will tell you, I do. I mean, you know, I love thread up. Um, well, I, I enjoy thread up for many reasons. There's reasons that they are not so great. Um, but I think that the outlet, so they have the outlet that you can, the more yeah. items you get, then you get more off. Now they're not going to be high end items. So I know your average sale price is like 40. Mm -hmm. Um, this is going to be more like the 15 to $20 range, but you know, it's kind of when you get down to the inventory piece. And the reason that it works for me is because I always have credit there. So it's like, yeah. if I have credit there, I mean, I might as How well. How do you get credit there? Sending, sending things in. I mean, which I haven't done oh. recently, but I had okay. a ton of credit that I couldn't cash out for some reason. I think, I don't know why. Um, so I had to use it on inventory. And so it's like, well, I might as well just yeah. put it back in. So. So, yeah. yeah, I've looked and I think part of my strategy, I've already moved to a lower average sale price because that's what's selling more people are buying online now, but they're not buying, you know, $150 Michael Kors bags like I have in my closet um, and they're buying, you know, $20 pair of shorts. Um, yeah. So I have already my average sale price in the past two weeks is already much lower um, than I normally like to see but you got to do what you got to do. So um, I'm going to wrap it up here, Tori. There are quite a few people asking if you'll leave your Instagram handle so they can click over um, directly to your Instagram and you cut out. So I hope that you can hear me. Um, I know you're going to a call after this, so I can do it if you don't have time. Um, but if you want to donate to Tori's, oh, she cut out. If you want to donate to hers, head on over to her Instagram. I will put it in the I will put her Instagram in the description so you can head on over and do the um, donations. If you like content, I don't know if you heard anything that I said, but I did. <laughs> I'm going to put your um, Instagram in my description because there's quite a few people that want to go over and donate. So, and then if people watch this in the recording. Um, so if you like content like this, make sure to subscribe as well on as on Girly Girl Style. She has lots of great information on her channel and Instagram as well. This is a monthly, weekly meeting. The video is open to anybody who wants to be on it. Um, Tori. I was like, hey, sure, I'll do it. Um, so she got on here. <laughs> um, it is open to anyone. You don't have to be an influencer. You don't have to be, you know, have tons of subscribers. You just have to be a reseller, even if it's, you know, you've sold two items. Um, this is for everybody, accountability and to set goals and talk about your successes. So I will see you guys next Monday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard. There is, the next one is set up. You can hit a reminder and send me a DM if you'd like to be on it. Um, and then I also have my weekly live with Chris this week at 6.30 where we we're talking about how to get me to make $1,000 net a week. Lots of really good information is coming out of that um, for me, but then also, you know, other people as well. I've had a lot of really good feedback. So make sure to join us for that. Have a good day. And I hope everyone is staying safe and sane as um, for whatever is the best for their family. Have a good night.
Bye, everyone.